Hey everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television, recapping shows like I Love New York, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celeb reality shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia. And we're back. Again. Mike survived uh, Thanksgiving week in retail. This week might have been worse. That's true. Going on continuously now. It's going to be like, it's going to be 12 days without a day off. It's pretty nuts. Although technically Sunday starts the next week, so the OT kind of nobody ends. cares. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. As you can tell by the fact that we're being full on assholes, I'm being a full on asshole. We don't have another guest this week. Uh, it was sort of scheduling. We may kind of transition to this format mostly, uh, just because with Mike's schedule being a little crazy and some things going on in our life, mm-hmm. it it may be easier to not put our crazy schedules on anybody else. Uh, But you will hear uh, some people uh, on occasion, I guess, and we'll just try to entertain you, just the two of us. Yes, that's what we're here for. Anyway. Are you going to do your thing? Are you? Wait, wait. You do it. Who does it again? You. Okay. Oh my Rate, god. Rate, review, subscribe, tell, tell friends, friends who, who don't suck. Yeah. Five stars. Well, that's what I say. I well, you said my tell friends who don't suck, so That's true. <laughs> you, that's what I figured. I figured we were stealing each other's thing. Well, Sonia, where could uh people watch along with us? So you can watch along with us. Uh if you want captions and uh edited on Hulu and then if you want unedited mess uh Tubi for free with minimal commercials yeah uh we are and we had to cancel our hulu subscription i'm a little upset about it because we were in that one dollar a year plan that they did last black friday and now we're back to like not having hulu it's kind of weird i kind of miss it even though we were paying to like still have fucking commercials well, that's the thing. I was going to say, the only thing we really, really watched was Bob's Burgers. Although you had SVU on there. You I, yeah, I fell, asleep to, I fell asleep to SVU. I fell asleep to Deadly thing. Women. I fell asleep to it. Yeah, it was my background sleep sounds. And then I got really into falling asleep to 2020. Um, So a lot of my like background noise to fall asleep to is now gone, taken away from me. Yes, but you have your other forms. I know. I have my sleep podcasts. Um, they're interesting i know my new favorite is boring books for bedtime where basically they just read like old textbooks Mm -hmm. uh i i love that one so shout out to boring books for bedtime i mean i guess you would say i fall asleep to it too because i know this is i was gonna say well this is the only one you seem to not complain about so that is kind of true i try to do my best i mean it's nice having background noise because i was always someone who watched tv Mm -hmm. but I guess just having the background always makes it okay. But sometimes you wake up and your volume's at such an awkward volume that I'm like, it sounds like someone's in here trying to kill me. I know. It's creepy. I know. And you're just like, yeah, who cares? I don't know. I just, I fall asleep. I'm asleep. I guess, well, yes. Technically, that's what really matters. As long as you're able to go to bed. Yeah. So, um, I think that's usually how we start the show, right? We can get into the housekeeping. We can get into the fun housekeeping news now so i realized 
Okay. Oh, first snap. of all, there's oh, that. Snappies. But I realized we never and you know mentioned. What I'm talking about, yes, yeah. we because like what else would get that reaction? Exactly. So I realized we never talked on the show about how we started watching Finding Love ASAP. Yes. I love that. I'm like, oh, we can't. We don't want to pay for Hulu anymore. But I fucking signed up for, for Zeus. Zeus Network. Well, it's a couple dollars cheaper, but we're also there's only nothing getting one on fucking it. show. There's we're one show. One show. <laughs> it's and, and it's definitely scripted. Like, okay, right. So let's talk about it. So very, we'll try to get to this let's quickly. Let's talk about um, it. Let's talk about it. So it is bonkers. Hmm? Just, it makes it, it really makes I Love New York look like a joke. Or like, it makes it look more serious. Like, I can't really tell what to do, how to describe <sighs> it. So basically, it does feel heavily scripted just because it, oh, or at the very least well saying. not scripted scripted feels like a strong word it feels I like scripted. like improv like they say okay here's your here's your character here's your character how would they improv. interact with each other in this situation she also gives them the most absurd nicknames That's um true. one of them my soul left my body is it the one that i'm not allowed to say yes it is <laughs> um, my soul left my body i That's funny. i yeah i mean he kind of gave it away but i highly recommend i think the episode the first There's episode is for involved. free on on YouTube? youtube i believe so so if you um have the time and there aren't any children or like you're not at work, <laughs> there um, aren't any children, aren't any children around, or you're not at work, uh, I definitely recommend you checking it out. It it's wild, like it's just, I don't want to spoil it too much, but just it's definitely if you go into it just thinking to yourself, I just want to be entertained. I'm not looking for this to be real or or chance. civilized. Didunch. <laughs> I'm not expecting it to be anything but pure entertainment. You will not be disappointed. That is true. Yeah. Because, I mean, you... Because that's the thing. I I get so mad at times. And then you're just like, listen, like, just watch it as entertainment. That's the thing. You have to suspend your disbelief and be like, not all of... Just because it says it's a reality show doesn't mean it needs to be real. It's like Like wrestling. Just suspend your disbelief. That's true, too. But I my go-to example is, like, the social network. I mean cancel me but like i love that movie because i fully accept that it is totally fabricated yes (laughs) like based on like details that are public information but like the dynamics between people it's all a lie so speaking of which like i'm obsessed with the crown mike came home was like how was your day and i'm like let me tell you about the three episodes of the crown that i watched in between when i got got home and when you got home okay because it it was a good story no i'm not like crapping on you for it but it was like it was an, oh my because it's God. a really interesting story you described it like you watched a housewives episode and i was like what the hell is going on right now yeah i do treat. and she was like this and da, 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 da. okay and like, oh my god I, I i am also enjoying like the juxtaposition of being like okay so i'm gonna sit down and watch a couple episodes of this like high quality television filled with like nuance and references <laughs> that you have to be kind of like somewhat smart or knowledgeable of world history to understand and then I switch back to the reason for the season, like the show that we're watching. And I'm like, these are two very different dynamics. Look at me. Just uh, just doing your best. 
just having fun out here in these streets. I mean, the earth is dying, so, like, who fucking cares, right? Just, like, who even that's cares? That's what you go with? Yeah. No, I mean, like, that's all you the can do. The earth is dying, so fuck it. I mean, that's that's all you can do, honestly. Because, like, what is even the point of being alive if we can't just laugh at what the fuck is happening, right? Anyway, in, I guess, lighter news? There you go. It is, I would say, lighter news. I mean, it's exciting for them. Um, it's also exciting for people who are fans of the I Love series. And, uh... Series is? It is certainly, a, for people who are fans of that, it is not great for people who are fans of democracy. Um... I guess it's, I guess it's a little strong. Wait, what? So, our favorite couple, uh, Delicious and Raymond Santana, are now engaged. If you haven't heard, mm-hmm. um, you ever sing his name like Dirty Diana? That man has <laughs> Raymond Santana. Ow! <laughs> leave him. Leave him alone. <laughs> oh wait, did you an- announce the news? I literally. Oh my so you God. weren't listening? No, well, I was going in because I, I wanted said they're engaged, that's right. and that's what well, made I wanted, you. I wanted to go into. Like we were gonna try to be better moment. this week, where Mike was, was going. Do a weird to, Mike was going to try to listen and he not just go off. Engaged to delicious. No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you all. We're next not week. doing I'll see great. You all next week. Uh, we're not off to a great start. So I'm just gonna do this by yourself. I just wanted to read uh, Delicious's Instagram post. First of all, I'm so tired of her because she does those weird. She somehow she's like so into Instagram that she like unlocked how to basically do like fonts and like wonky letters. So I thought a lot of people know how to do that. I mean, I I love that I'm making it like who even does that just because I don't know how. But like, why would you do that? Like, just what's wrong with the regular Instagram font? nothing you're, what you're posting too. isn't that i, I mean that? well i guess it's important to you if you're getting engaged or whatever um but like well she's also like insta famous i know well that was the thing because prior to this he like put up a whole post about like oh thank you delicious for like helping me like with yeah. your flat tummy tees and like i lost a bunch oh, of weight and like well he didn't say it was because of the tea but like he was like He's oh it was it like a wellness her. cleanse and it's like lies whatever he took some xlax and pooped it out I'm saying this as somebody who is um, just not a fan of Delicious. I believe that that man deserves all the happiness in the world and then some. Agreed. Which is why I'm weird about this relationship. But anyway, so I wanted to read her post just because it. I feel like it explains some of the questions we've had about their relationship. Can you tell everybody that, like, that time is coming? Because I am just, like, hating love like everything (laughs) i'm hating everything so um she writes every day with you feels like christmas i have always spoken highly of god his power and his love there were moments when i thought he simply decided a soulmate wasn't in the cards for me till i met you raymond i met you alongside the most beautiful connected to christ most loving and loyal woman i know who knows me best my mother oh look at her look at that Uh, Familiar with your heroic story, I looked at you and instantly my heart was open. Instantly your heart was open to some promotional opportunities, but, and I wanted to hold you and protect you. As time progressed, so did our fondness for one another. And you soon said, I'm a man, not to be pitied, but respected and loved. Although you understood my compassion for you, you made it clear that you wanted to hold me and protect me and to give me all the things in a relationship I had never had before, not the other way around. 
You said God had not forgotten about me or counted me out. He simply was making sure that when greatness was before me and for me, that I recognized it and appreciated its value. We are again switching to another font. I'm so mm. exhausted. And I do. I recognize you and I thank you. Thank you for loving me, for loving my daughters, for taking time to see me for who I really am and not allowing others to decide for you, for praying with me and supporting me, for all the things I haven't said. Thank you for. I haven't said thank you for. I want to spend the rest of my life showing you I'm thankful. I do. I mean, that's nice. I'm just. I'm tired. Maybe they're, like, really happy. I'm sure they're really happy. Everybody's really happy at the beginning, so. <laughs> Our one-year anniversary is right around the corner, I was going to say, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's exhausting. I just, I just, I'm, if they're happy, I'm happy. All and right. like I said on Twitter, I'm going to keep saying it until I believe it. So we're um, going to continue on now and I we're know. wishing them nothing but the best. I do. I do happiness. wish them the best. And I love that somebody like, uh, cause uh fan of the show, I, I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong. Anissa, Anissa tagged me in a post about it and I was like reading it you know just like catching up on everything and one of the other comments on the post was like this man has been through enough <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny and i was like that about sums up how i feel about it so i wonder I mean, when they're gonna get their reality show because you know it's fucking coming what would you call it oh you know what they're gonna call it when they, when they see us no you can't do that that's the name of the movie or the show, rather, sorry when they see us walking down the aisle no there has to Sorry, going to hell. There needs to be. I'll come up with a clever. Oh wait, no. Somebody, no, 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 no. no. I, I, I found it. I thought of it. I thought of it. Well, I didn't technically think of it. I saw it on Twitter. Somebody wrote, um, from exonerated to engaged. Oh my god. (laughs) I could see that. Could be. Oh my gosh, what a time to be alive, everybody. Oh, I think after I've just like fully doused myself in haterade, uh, <laughs> you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> if you like, want to kick things yeah, off, yeah, I think again, we're let's, ready let's to do it. this. My I, God, I don't, don't do that. <laughs> well, it's I Love New York, season one, episode eight, titled "Getting Hot in the Desert," and once again, we start the episode with the last four guys on this one. Um, and it's them really just stretching Chance, brushing his teeth while sitting on the bed. I know. Which I thought was weird. I don't get people who do that. Brush your teeth in the bathroom. And then, uh, pretty much it just starts off with Chamo coming in and dropping off some letters. Yeah. Um, oh wait, we do get a quick clip for all the male attracted folks in the audience. We do get a wonderful clip of Tango in just his boxer briefs, so post thanksgiving but i'm still grateful anyway so chamo comes down in a what you mean thankful i said thankful you said grateful grateful thankful i'm sorry i didn't realize i couldn't my thanksgiving feelings were limited it's gratitude and thankfulness they're synonyms anyway chamo comes down in a caddy outfit with two golf outfits and a new york note which by the way i saw is actually it's written on it new york note huh so i was i'm I got it. So White Boy reads it. It's uh, He writes, uh, the best way to get to know somebody is to travel with them, which I'm pretty sure they said this on Season of Love. 
season of love season one of flavor of love <laughs> like i mean it's not that it's it's not that it was unique to that i mean everybody knows that it's true now i kind of want to know we should um, I, he basically that. says something to this effect like he says it in a talking head i'm pretty sure during this same point in the season hmm. so uh she tells them to pack their bags because they're headed to the desert for a romantic getaway tango and real get changed and she'll see them at tea time and chance and white boy be patient uh she has something planned for them too this part is absolutely fucking absurd. So this is proof that they just like put the budget in the weirdest places. So real is like, oh, yeah, I'm excited to get out of the house, but uh, I'm not thrilled. I got to kick it with Ninja Turtle and goes on this whole thing about how Tango reminds him of Donatello, which I think we've addressed here before, like not unsure, but he doesn't look kind of looks like a turtle. He looked like a turtle more than totally enough for the turtle club. Yes, that's. I think that's when yes. it came up that time. Yeah. But anyway, so what they do is they do this ridiculous, like... Illustration on them. Illustration on... They, like, pause Tango. Like, they the video pauses, and they put this fucking Ninja Turtle with... And they superimpose a sling. That is my favorite part. They superimpose a sling on his arm and then do like the bandana. And like, they go through this whole thing. And I'm like, who, somebody really spent the time putting this together. This did make me think, though, if they were all going to be Ninja Turtles, since there's four of them left, who would each be? This is a and, this is an entirely a you discussion I because I don't know enough about Ninja Turtles. Yes. So who who's I, who? Well, I went like through it really quick. I was like, I answered that way too fast. Because like, obviously, as you said, your Ninja Turtle pajama pants. I am, by the way, I am in my Ninja Turtle pajama pants, and they're awesome. <laughs> um, and she's not kidding. I'm actually. She no, it. it's it's true. Um, but no, I had it where I kept him as Donatello because that's what they called him, which I thought was funny. Does it work? I mean, Donatello's like the smart techie kind of one, but I look well, at the that's not true here. I look at the rest of them and I go like, Chance is Michelangelo because he's just the wild one. Okay. White boy actually makes a Raphael because he's kind of I don't want to say a loner because he's boys with Chance. Yeah, but he's like more to himself. That's I like the whole say, theme yeah, of the he's episode. He's the more mysterious yeah, yeah, yeah. one, as they mysterious. say, mysterious, <laughs> as we come to learn is his name. And then I was like, and real's kind of like Leonardo because he's almost like the leader. He's more. Co- yeah, he's. I mean, he's like everybody's friend. He's more so. collected to himself, composed. I mean, eventually, you know, Leo always kind of loses it here and there. I mean, well, Raph yeah. snaps and goes off, which is kind of like, yeah, maybe that's chance, but, but no, I've I've kind of went there and I was like, all right, this kind of works. Real is Leonardo, White Boy is Raphael, Tango is Donatello, and Chance is Michelangelo. You heard it here first from the expert. I'm wondering, I'm hoping someone listens and tags and goes like, yeah, I agree. And this is why. Yeah, I know. Give us feedback. Let us know if you agree with the assessment, if I, you know anything about Ninja Turtles like that. And I guess, uh, well, then I look at New York. I was like, well, does that make her April O'Neil? And then I'm like, or is it like... With Sister Patterson, it's like Krang, the little brain guy, and then like <laughs> Sister Patterson is the big giant robot thingy or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. really know. There's no Shredder. That could be Flav. No. Shreddy Shred. No, that doesn't work either. That's, That's stupid. Okay, we could probably. But there is on. the Ninja Rep. Um. Yes. So, 
Uh, Tango says if he has to Moving share along. a date with New York, he's glad it's with real, obviously, because it's the only person he hasn't had a huge blow up yes. with yet. Why did I say it like that? That was fucking weird. Um, so <laughs> he says he's going to lay back and systematically tear this man apart, which I was like, that's dramatic, right? A like, little bit. Right? Like, it was just very extra. So He's got his plan in place. <laughs> so they head in the limo and uh, they're headed down to Palm Springs, which I don't know enough about California to know how far apart they are. I think it's far, though. I feel like I've seen people on shows like go to Palm Springs and it's like a decent drive. I don't know. Sorry, we're from New Jersey. So we do know how Google Maps works, but we did not decide did to not do check. it here. <laughs> Could have. Well, this is the point. Do I, I do have a phone right next to me, but. No, it's fine. It's not that serious. Yeah, we're good. Um, so in the limo on the way down, Real says he is so excited to see New York that he might come on himself. Uh and Tango is rightfully like, that's fucking disgusting. And Real just keeps it going. And he's just like, oh, I'm walking around stiff and I'm not talking about my back. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally want to throw myself out the window. Bird box style. I've never just... seen him like this on this show. It's like he got to the final four. And o- just decided I like... was going to lean into being fucking awful. He has to. It's how you stay on the show. It's the same as like when Goldie was there and all of a sudden it's like, why is she warming up to him so much? She's saying all this stuff. No, that's different. I think the producers went to him and he's like, all right, like I'm going to let loose a little. No, he's I think never that been he's this aggressive. Just, I think that he like knows. I think, well, th- Tango brings up a theory that I kind of buy later on, but we'll get to it. So Tango points out, um, you know, that he's not even close to being right for New York. He's cheesy. He's immature. And like, you know, let's be honest he's not even hanging with me at all god you're such a fucking cornball i just am i'm really tired of tango to be honest i'm really tired of all of them like i'm gonna jump ahead to the end or it's like who do you think should go home and my thought is everybody this process should have started over already i hate all of them like none of them are right for her and i'm kind of at a point where i'm like i would have been interested to see her give mr boston a shot I don't think they would have, like, ended up together. Like, I don't think it would have, like, worked. But I I don't know. Maybe it's hindsight. It could have been a fun spinoff. Oh, that would have been a bonkers spinoff. From New York to Boston. Boom. Done. There's your title. Isn't there... Is there a train that has a name? There's a million dollar song right there. Jamie Kennedy. Anyway. I don't know. Is there um, a, wait. I'm shipping up to Boston. I'm shipping... New York and Boston. I don't think that was a term then. In a but... tide, you're right. <laughs> I like it. I that wasn't it. terrible, but I yeah. Shipping New York and Boston. Oh, I like that. Whoa, that was fun. Um, so <laughs> New York is <laughs> waiting for them at the golf course in this like classic. If you were a lady in the 2000s, you know exactly what type of rugby polo I am talking about. The mm. big chunky stripes with this tiny skirt, and Don't she go. is. Feeling her fucking self. Oh, yeah. She literally has a talking head that goes, my outfit is so hot. My boobs are poking out of the top. My ass is sticking out of the back. I look fucking amazing on that golf course. And I'm mm. like, please give me an ounce of that confidence to go through my everyday life. She just was feeling her fucking self, as she should. She looked excellent. I mean, like, the outfit is terrible. But, like, you know, it's in terms of her body was snatched. She, you know, had a full makeup glam team, like, 
If yeah. you drank like a tiny bead of her sweat, I bet your confidence level would boost up. It's like playing a video game, like where you build your character up, and like one of your things would be like your attribute. That's how you say it, right? I don't know why. Yeah, I would attribute. Say it wrong. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm terrible with words sometimes. But it would be like confidence, and like you drink it, and you just get a boost up from like a seventy to like a fucking eighty-eight. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, New York. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know enough. That's about how her confidence video games. is. Um, so she she greets them, and you would think that real like hasn't seen a woman in ten years because he's like, oh my god, blah. like he's obsessed and like <laughs> like just like grabbing on her, and but she's like into it. So I don't really. She is really all over the place with how she feels about all of them. It's like somebody is telling her, okay, so you're like today you're gonna be more interested in this one. Today you're gonna be more interested in this okay. one. Because she bounces around between her feelings of, like, I mean, I get that it's probably a little bit overwhelming, but it's, like, she goes from being, like, oh, I can't stand the way he acts, and, like, and then, like, the next couple hours later, she's, like, oh, my God, like, he's the only man for me. I'm really feeling him right now. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. make up your fucking mind. So, Real goes in this whole thing about how he's, like, oh, I like to watch my surroundings before I make my move, and, like, you know, now I'm about to move in. And it's, like, okay, well, better late than never, I guess. They both come up to greet her, and Real, like, cuts in front of Tango for the hug, and they're just, like, gross, like, baby-talking at each other. It's the worst. So, New York tells them that for some reason she feels like they should play golf today. Because uh, apparently, according to her, most guys love golf, and how hard could it be? <laughs> now, I laughed because I, like New York, uh, am terrible at sports. And I also have big boobs. So golf is not really um, a great option for people like us. Isn't that kind of like what Jessica Simpson went through? On one I don't the, remember. One of her episodes, I, like they I went actively to golf. avoided She's like, her I can't show. do anything. Probably. Actually, yeah. No, I th- actually, I do kind of remember that now that you bring it up. No. Um, huh? But yeah. So no, sweetie, this is not, this is not the lane for you. So production apparently brought them, like instead of letting them use a regular golf cart, they had one of those toy Escalade golf no, it's, carts it's a golf cart that's like it looks like those kids trucks as a cadillac yeah it's awesome like logo and everything like it was okay so uh i don't know it just was i guess production brought it in or like they just had like a special golf cart off to the side for like super duper vips because like you see a bunch of other people on the on the course and like nobody else has one so i didn't get it so, New York, I feel like this is fully on brand. Like, as much as I love her, I would not want to have her drive me anywhere. She would never be a driver if I was in the car with her. Yeah. I am always the driver. I am I'm Beyonce sorry. always. I am Beyonce always, yeah. Um, it's Britney, bitch. But, <laughs> but uh, he, she is like trying to drive the golf cart which i don't know why they decided to let her do it but she is trying to drive the golf course while asking for sunblock and trying to apply i don't know if she ends up getting it or like she gets the lotion that real is talking about 
but she is trying to apply it and telling real who's sitting up in the front seat with her oh can you just steer for me while i'm trying to put that was this funny. on and he's like oh yeah i can do this and like she's just and then like we cut to some old white golfer he's looking disgusted but that in fairness they are being very loud mm-hmm. uh in a sport where you should not be loud so uh, she crashes into something. They're trying to put it in reverse. Put it in reverse, Terry. While the sprinklers are coming on. Uh, she's basically just whipping this thing around and I'm scared for their lives. I feel like they put the sprinklers on on purpose. I'm sure they did. I did at one point think they might tip over. Oh, yeah. Like there was a couple. Well, I shouldn't say at one point. There were a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. So uh, ultimately, they get to their destination and uh, they crash and it's fine. Everybody's fine. Uh, We meet super white Steven. Uh, Like he's literally just like put her there, you know, like put her there. Oh, gosh. Um, Oh, my God. You're not going to. You literally like said it. And didn't realize you said it. I said the putter pun. there, not putter. I could have swore it sounded like you said putter. Putter. Well, that's putter there. It, it's my. It's me do, saying yeah. putter there with like a weird accent. You're a pretty terrible driver. You really wedged your way into that situation. Well, he should have used some of these because all he says is you made quite an entrance there. That's pretty funny. Hope the. Con- I hope you got the insurance or the contract was ironclad. Did you use irons? What? Insurance contract? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What is that? Did you just go into an accident? No. I'm just saying, because she crashed it, I hope she got the ins- the insurance of saying, okay. and that the contract was ironclad, because an iron is You're a doing golf really club. well, and then you just- I'm hitting like, a, I'm trying to hit a lot of puns. I know. And I'm just not really hitting them all off the tee perfectly. Just keep chipping away at it. Oh! Anyway, might as well be stuck in a sand trap. I know you really killed the momentum I had going. We, I, I had a perfect segue to get us back to the point, and you just why? What was that? What was that? But ah, damn! I was gonna say like hit it into no, never mind. Now I now look what you did. So uh, for some reason, New York has a whole purse with her. And uh, is not wearing appropriate shoes. Uh, she's got sandals on. She does bust out not just an umbrella, but also uh, white gloves to smoke her cigarette. Mm-hmm. Not clear on why she does that. Uh, so this poor man has his work cut out for him for sure. They're all terrible. Uh, Real is relieved that Tango's shoulders fucked up because it means uh, he'll look by look good by default. And for some reason, he tries to do a. Uh, what is I don't know he like slips into this thing he's like thank you very much but it was like kind of like a weird bore it, it wasn't Borat because Borat thank you very much that was from uh if that is that from Master of Disguise I don't know because the movie whole was turtley out thing I'm a turtle I don't think it's he... the same movie thank you very much yeah that is that's what oh uh, shit it might not be from that I don't know either I don't I don't even know if it was out by that point in time anyway be funny if it was so new york is obviously trying to swing and she is all over the place real is also terrible uh tango is on your wavelength in terms of terrible puns because he's like oh real said he was tiger woods brother cub woods is more like it oh my god i'm so 
tired of him. The whole funny. show needs to start over. Like, they all need to leave. Like, I hate them all. Like, I'm just, I don't think any of them should have ended up with New York. I mean, none of them did, but it's fine. She deserves better is my point. Mm-hmm. Tango tries to swing and you can tell his shoulder is fucked because it like locks up and reels like, oh, just do what you do in the shower, but do it well. And she goes, what, whack it or something like that? Yeah. It's just like, why is any of this necessary? Party humor. Oh. Yeah. No, it's it was it's ridiculous. Funny. So, um, well, that was like, is this the part where reels like, oh, I, I'm bad at it. So I'm just going to be silly. Oh, no. He says that later on. So. Real then devolves into this thing where he just starts calling Tango Stewart. <laughs> Get it out of your system. I know you want to. You know what I'm going to do? Yes. <laughs> Stewart. The Mad TV thing. You I knew it. Him. I knew because I knew that I was going to start talking and then you New were going to interject it. <laughs> so I just needed to let you get it out of your system. New York. Look what I can do. And then he just jumps. I mean, he's basically like, look what I can do. Like, I love you. So. Anyway, uh, so Real devolves into this thing where he's calling him Stuart, and he's like, Stuart, we need a ball. And then is in his talking head, uh, I guess, does this count as problematic moment of the week? I guess. I don't think there's anything else, right? There might be. It. This is There probably was, but we were just So kinda, far, yeah. this is the problematic moment of the week where he goes, I decided to give Tango a name called Stuart because he reminds me of a good black caddy. Do your job, boy. I just wanted to stress also that real is black, but that not that, that makes it okay. But um, yeah. Oh, wait, there is a more problematic moment. I knew we were missing something. You'll have to point it out later. Why? Uh, the thing we had to rewind several different. Oh times my to get god! To the no, that it. might be that might be the most problematic problematic thing. moment of the season. Um, not even the season of any of these shows until we find one of the. The word that shall not be named. It's certainly up there. Um, if we want to do our it's own, we should there. we should do like an award show, like how like Crime and Sports oh, does the scummies, yeah. and it'll be like problematic moment of the year, and like we'll have to the probbies. Well, no, because it'll like be different awards for different things. I don't know. We'll That's iron true. this idea out, and I say that a lot, and nothing ever pans out. <laughs> I'm gonna open a cafe. But... I'm gonna name it Dogs. I'm actually gonna think of the name because now I realize it's terrible. So uh, they then decide to do a putting competition. Uh, Real says, real, like, I, I I know that I've gone through this whole season being like, oh, my God, she should have ended up with Real. It would have been so perfect. That is because I completely forgot that Real was, RIP, get your colon checked, um, so fucking annoying. Uh, I, because I hate this shit. Like people who are mm. like always on, but also like reverting to like the simplest, stupidest humor. Like just doing stupid voices and like saying lines from movies. Like if that's the extent of what you're doing to try to get a laugh out of people, and you're not even trying to be clever, and but you also like think that's I like the fact that it's working on New York is baffling to me. But it's like we've said, like he's never been like this. Ever, not once. He's normally real cool. Yeah, and but that chill would. But to relaxed. me, that's worse. Like, if I thought you were a normal person this whole time, and I started to like you, and then like I see this side of you come out, then all of a sudden he's just always like, I'm gonna be like, oh wow, like, uh, like right, exactly. That's basically his humor. Yeah, is just that going my wife, like, 
that's that's about because like literally he goes the first one to get the ball in the hole and like tangles like what, are we what is that about? from I, he was just trying to he was just uh, doing a weird voice i just remember the little girl well what is, no 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 um tiny go down the hole the tiny tunes yeah, yeah, tiny yeah. Tunes, oh, yeah. God, I used to love um that. so are we are, so tangles like oh we're, we're talking about golf right and he's like quiet like I, i'm just like you're such a child like oh oh is this the one the child did i write it down in the other Uh-oh. did what i happened? know about the ages did i talk about that last week how I don't old everybody think is so i think you said you may have found them i don't know if we ever actually went that might have been just you and me talking i don't think we ever I thought I wrote them down went... so yeah, we never went over how old so they sorry were. everybody we're going on a tangent but it's actually relevant to the show we're gonna have to listen back now to see if we said it last week well now because i didn't have them all written down but basically i think it's worth noting that wait no i do have because wasn't white boy like 24 well, no, that came up in the course of the show. Oh, I do have it written down, just not in the same spot. So, Tango is uh, so New York. I think is twenty five here, like mm-hmm. while the show is filming. And I couldn't get confirmations on Real and Chance's ages, like who was because like one, it was like the older brother, but then the birth year was listed as before, and like I could, I couldn't really get a handle on who's basically like who's older but it seems as though real and chance are somewhere between 24 and 26 the two of them Mm. um tango is 26 as well white boy as we know from the show is 24 12 pack was 23 which i feel like explains now i feel like we went over this we may not have. I don't know. So either way, uh, it, for those who didn't listen or whatever, we could just go over it again <laughs> because it does of us, kind like of contextualize. That don't pay attention. I know, and I mean a lot has gone on. So uh, just to contextualize, I feel like this contextualizes a lot of ha- how they behave mm. because, like, at twenty three. Well, no, we weren't dating by the time we were twenty three. But like, at twenty three, like you're still raging all the time, mm. like. It, it makes perfect sense that that's why, like, 12-pack treated this like a all-expenses-paid vacation. That is true. So, I mean, 23 is on brand. The most interesting thing, romance was, like, 21-22. Like, I don't know why. You don't find that interesting? I think that that's interesting. The only thing I just pictured in my head was, like, the whimper and then, like, the sound. Oh, no. That was the worst. Like, whenever they showed him. Yeah, so he... I was reading some article from some random, like, live journal blog spot type mess, and uh, it was some interview with him, and he was saying that he, like, was on the beach on his 21st birthday, and they approached him about casting. So, I, well, no, I guess he would have been 21. Yeah, he would have been 21 by the time the show started airing. So, yeah, I feel like that explains a lot, for sure. I did find him on Facebook, but it, he, I couldn't find a, an age. So, anyway, where were we? Oh, basically, my point of bringing all that up is, like, at 24, 25, 26, 24, maybe, but, like, 25, 26, like, you should be a little bit out of that, like, stupid voices all the time phase, right? Like, I don't know, you're you're a guy, you know better. You're a straight guy, you know better. No, no opinion on this. To be what out of what phase? At what? To be out of like like fucking like making stupid voices and shit, like that being the extent of your humor. 
the complete extent, yes. I was going to be like, I'm over 30. And... I mean, you're still clearly doing that. But yeah, I mean, just that's what if, I mean. But if that's but like the only way, right. It. it shouldn't be the only thing. And then you go like, but yeah. But I also do that just to <laughs> I mean, to other you. people seem to find you funny. Thank so. you. Wow. <laughs> wow. So one thing I have to say is... um that's very impressive is through this whole thing because in case you forgot by this weird fucking tangent they're doing a a putting competition for a kiss from new york or is the terms uh i do have to give real credit for turning to new york and being like is this okay with you so i was like okay nice consent is important and new york's like all right fine like well i'll settle for like whoever gets it closest to the hole so uh- <laughs> A. Uh, so New York says uh, she hasn't really had time to get to know real yet, but she loves the way he's been stepping up to the plate. No wonder my mom loves him. Okay. See, she had a chance for a golf thing there. Stepping up to the plate. No, she did Instead say stepping up plate, to the plate. She could, yeah. That was, I know you're mixing your metaphors. No, but I'm saying she No, she could've. is. Yes. I know. Uh, so real actually gets the ball in the hole in the first try and yells out, damn you for some reason like yeah like i was confused i had to go back and watch a couple times because i'm like why are you yelling out damn you if you got it mm-hmm. and new york uh i've realized i should have this whole season been keeping track of the weird things that make new york moan for no reason huh? and for some reason him landing the putt i don't know if that's the expression but like making the putt i yes. don't him okay sinking the putt sure uh making is fine Okay, uh, like that makes her moan for some reason, and I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> like why? Uh, so she does tell him it's pretty freaking impressive. Uh, it was a good putt. Uh, okay, I'll take your you word for it. You could see the no, you saw the curve because then when Tango goes and he misses his, you see his roll hard to the left. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Like, I'm not, that wasn't me trying to be shady. It's like, I just don't know. You get Uh, a good look at a T-bone by sticking your head up a bull's ass, but wouldn't you rather take the butcher's word for it? What is that from again? Tommy boy. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I got it right. Well, you. I literally could have looked at you the way he does when he looks at David Spade after he gets it right for the first time. That's how surprised I am. Okay. Uh, so. (laughs) Uh, But she goes out with one of the no, keep going. Here we go. The cheesy movie what do you lines. Mean, here you go. Here we go. Like you haven't been doing that this whole time. <laughs> here we go. Forty-five minutes into the episode. Like what the fuck are you even talking right. about? Well, like so, uh, Tango again with his fucking corny ass dad jokes is like, oh, I like to see leprechauns golf. It's kind of humorous. There's a wrestler named Hugh Morris. Anyway, so it's Tango's turn, and uh, he misses by a lot. He then goes to shake hands, and Real puts his pulls his hand away and does that like hair slick back thing. Yes, and um, it is really fucking annoying. Like I don't know why that really bothered me. Was he drunk at this time? Do you? I think? just think that he's just he was just really annoying. Like I think he was just an annoying person it's who possible. was just like trying to stunt for attention. Like I went through a lot of this episode being like I can't wait to do the meet the parents episode because I'm like I need to understand where your need where both of your need from it for attention comes from because they are both so like look what I like they're basically look what they're I can Stuart. do. 
look what I can do. Like, mm-hmm. this whole time. And it's like, or or have you tried, like, developing a personality at all and seeing how that works out for you? I don't want to say. No. No. I feel like if you went back and watched Mad TV, so much of that shit is wild problematic. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. At the, I mean, obviously, at the time, it wasn't as bad. I mean, it was always bad. But, it just was well, like, we, this, you, yes. we didn't know as much. Like, oh, right, that's a problem. Yes. Honestly, the character of Stuart is kind of problematic when you think about it. Wasn't he just playing a little kid that's, like, shy? I don't know if he was supposed to be a little kid or if he was supposed to be, like, a special needs child. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. And then, of course, there's Miss Swan. That was something different, although Alex Borstein on Mrs. Maisel Maisel might be, like, the greatest character of all time. Really? She's that. It's that funny. She is fucking funny. Seasons one and two. She's I mean, I don't dis- I mean, I so think far. she's excellent. I th- I think she's excellent. I'm just saying, That's I'm just surprised coming from you, the best character. One best of these. Well, no one will ever be better than, than Michael Titus. Scott. Michael Scott is hands down the greatest <laughs> character of all time. Titus is also incredible. Anyway, Michael Scott. <laughs> so, uh, real in his talking head says. Uh, Tango wasn't anticipating seeing this side of him, so he doesn't know how to counter it, which I have to say is true. Like, it does seem like, oh, like, it seems like he was annoying, but also like a weird convoluted strategy because Tango really can't, because Tango is trying to approach this like an adult. And, like, you can't expect that kind of rationale from somebody who's not doing it the same way. So it, it kind of reminds me of, like, that Hey Arnold episode where that kid is going to fight him the whole episode. Whatever hours until you die. <sighs> and like finally he just gets the advice to just act weird. Don't and, hit me. I'll hit me. Yeah. Like that's basically his approach is just like I'm just going to be fucking weird as hell. And then he'll he, he won't know what to do. He and he'll back in off. in the face with a trash can lid. Is that what he does? He might as well. I yeah. mean, I mean, real doesn't do that. We're talking about Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, Yes. <laughs> He like doesn't he smash his the sides of his football That's head? to make it not footballish for like two seconds. So weird. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like I'm saying a lot of anyways. It's like in Family Guy when Stewie's got a normal head and then he's jumping on the bed and he smashes it against the ceiling and he turns into a football head and Brian's like, yeah, everything's fine. So <laughs> obviously, as per the terms of the competition, uh, they real and New York start kissing and they're making out very loudly in front of the golf pro as Tango awkwardly holds an umbrella off to the side. So New York says she's really feeling both of them and isn't sure how she's going to choose between them. So at dinner tonight, she really plans on getting into some deep issues. For some reason, we get a back at the house scene. This was a waste of time. <laughs> Basically, it's just chance and white boy just roaming around the backyard looking for snake holes this is a little funny and they're like what do you think they're doing on their date and it's like well i don't want to think about it too much because then it might throw me off my game for my date and that's the whole scene i'm not even joking like there's nothing else that happens so well they're looking for snakes yeah but like why like because they're bored. I, I guess they're bored i know they're bored that was stupid uh so getting ready they head to the Horizon Hotel. Now, I tried to do my Googles on this, and it seems like, I guess the hotel went through a rebrand because now they're the, I, assuming it's the same place because, I mean, why would there be another Horizon Hotel in Palm Springs? But it's called Le Horizon now, like L apostrophe. Uh, 
I do have to say the the con like the little like casita casita that they get is really nice. Like that, the place does that, that mean they get room. Yeah. Well, yes. it's like a house. Oh the, yeah, no, it was balling. Um, if assuming this is the same hotel, they uh, Google gives it a four point four with one hundred and fifteen reviews. TripAdvisor gives it four point five with three hundred and thirty seven reviews, and Yelp gives it a three and a half out of one hundred and nine reviews. But I was just reading something the other day about how Yelp is like really pay to play, and the only way to get good reviews is like to make sure you're paying for them to be promoted. So, uh, fuck Yelp, apparently. So, just if you want actual genuine reviews on things, go to Google. Mm. Or Facebook, apparently. Uh, so, New York uh, gives them and leaves them with a note and says, uh, there's still more to come. Get G'd up. She's sending it a car in an hour and enjoy the gifts. They actually laid out some really nice stuff. They get these personalized robes, personalized lighters, you know, cigars. It like, yeah, it's really. It's it was, a nice layout. Yeah. I would like an engraved lighter if I smoked. Oh, yeah, that's true. I was about to be like, oh, good for Christmas. Then oh, I'm I'd like, still oh, want right. one. Actually, a nice Zippo that's got like, I don't want you to just say Mike. I want something else on it. Probably my last name. Yeah, I was going to say like your last name. Mr. Feeney. That's what they started calling me at work now. I mean, I'm sure. That's what everyone fucking calls me. I know. And that's weird that you never really watch yeah. Boy Meets World. That's true. It's Is that ironic? I mean, don't I don't know think? if it's like... It wouldn't be considered ironic or is it just... I don't think that's considered irony, no. no. Uh, that would be like if everyone called me Mr. Feeney and I never knew what it was from. Is that ironic? I... No. I don't think there's an irony that can apply to this situation at all. Yeah, I just don't know what I'm doing. That's all right. So... <laughs> I tried. Uh, Real in his talking head just goes on a whole thing about being excited to see what she's wearing. So Tango is ironing and we get this like talking head thing and he's like oh i'm really falling for her and i gotta lay it out all out on the line and gotta do what i gotta do tonight and blah 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 bullshit 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 so then in the limo on the way to the restaurant they're talking shit to each other about their woman and real wraps it up with going uh like serve me dinner and shut the hell up and i was like "Mm, yikes relax (laughs) so Real does seem very drunk during this dinner. Is it? It's like they drunk. F- it's they definitely see he's on something. It definitely seems like they like force fed him drinks. I mean, it seems like that's the case for this season. That's, like, yes, they're like, yo, if you're gonna be in this situation right now, like you have to have a drink. And also, I think, well, I mean, not that this has anything to do with it, but like I was kind of reflecting on it because, as I mentioned, I had been watching Bad Girls Club season two for a little bit, and then uh, snap back to reality with guest from episode four riley uh just recapped recap bad girls club i forget which i think season one but Mm. i was like i really forgot that like when i when you explain it to people it's like think about the real world or like big brother but like they don't give them any activities (laughs) they just (laughs) that's pretty funny no i'm not even joking they don't give them a purpose and they just give them a bunch of booze fight each other literally i'm not even joking so if that's your kind of entertainment i highly recommend you going back to it oh it's coming back it's like the mortal they're bringing it back on vh1 Oh, oh my really god! Yeah, no, like it? Riley. I learned that from Riley's show. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, they go to dinner at a place called Spencer's. Uh, they <laughs> Not go to Spen- like gifts. Like- Spencer's gift shop. Uh, they're eating edible bra and underwear for their dinner. <laughs> 
Uh, it's Spencer's with uh, S-P-E-N-S-E-R-S. Ah. Uh, 4.6 uh, with 931 reviews on Google. So wow. Pretty legit. Hey, good if you're ever Spence. in Palm Springs. So they meet her at an outside table. Uh, the makeup is a bit much, but otherwise she looks absolutely incredible she's got this like black lacy baby doll dress on her boobs are popping this week she's got them high and oiled and just ready to ready for action that sounded gross i'm sorry um oiled and ready for action Ew, i'm sorry just cancel me uh so New York lets them know that she's feeling super comfortable having two of them, having the two of them on her arm and that she's woman enough to go around this table 85 times. Uh, Real makes this creepy wide eyed face and Tango literally all I could describe it is like a Jim from the office face where he's looking at him like, mm, OK. Mm-hmm. So New York asks Real what he's looking for in a woman. He tells her he wants a true woman, an honest woman, a woman he can grow old with. And he says that he doesn't ever in a million freaking years want to get divorced, which is nice. You know, yeah, he's got a goal, right? Like, so New, uh, so he says, like, oh, I can tell, you know, that we want the same damn thing. And New York's like, I believe that, like, everything that you're saying is exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm like. Why are you falling for this shit? Like, not that I don't believe that he's being sincere. It's just like, oh, he's so fucking corny. Um, so then Tango, she asks Tango what kind of woman he's looking for. And he says he's kind of looking for some kind of completion. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I'm assuming that what he meant was he was like, you know, I want to balance each other out and, you know, like that whatever. Watched, but I don't know. I just Jerry Maguire before coming here. You complete me. Uh, no, but like and then I, of course, I guess because I've been reading too many of those, like the Twitter accounts that are just like reposts of what's on Reddit. Mm-hmm. That's just like, you know, emotional labor divides in the relationship is completely uneven. So I'm just like, you're looking for a woman to do all the emotional labor so real is not impressed and like makes this whole big like eye roll there's like a change in the music it just all becomes very dramatic so new york's like what do you see as of right now when you look at me and tango goes i don't see all of this referring to her appearance and she goes well i thought he was referring to like all the lights and shit at first like the camera oh well i mean i guess I guess technically, like, but, I think, like, her being made up is kind of part of it, though. Okay, because that's where, well, this, where well, she's right, like, right, well, bullshit. Right, she calls bullshit because he's like, she's like, well, you're staring at my chest, so, like, you do. So I love this, that, like, Real, who's been loudly eating this whole time, is like, ooh, she got you on that. And Tango is really just fed up with this shit because he's like, listen, like you're just being out of pocket because that's the whole thing. Like through all of this reel is like making faces and like playing with his food. Like it's just it's he's wasted or he's on something. Like I, I don't think he's I think fine. I will concede that he is probably pretty drunk at this point. Yes. But also it's like, again, like I well. We'll get to it. So Tango says um, to go through what you're going through at this point, 
it takes a lot of heart and a lot of patience and I see these things in you this is how you know like I said before this is how you can tell that he like grew up being like the good looking guy in class because or like from the time he was a kid like always just the one the girls had a crush on because he like never actually developed like a personality in the sense that he will just say any he knows that he can just say something that kind of sounds nice and people Mm. will fall for it real in his talking head is like tango talks and talks and talks but doesn't make her laugh and i noticed that every time i made her laugh she didn't even see him which i think is telling but again tango brings up a theory that i'm in line with so um this is where I wrote in my notes. How little did Real and Chance's parents pay attention to them that they're still resorting to stunts for attention at their big ages? I was feeling extra shady. Big, big ages. Uh, so New York says um, she's like turns to Tango and she's like, wow, I just think it's really interesting that I've asked him. I've asked real three questions and i already know all the answers to all his questions. And like basically like Start you're not saying up. anything. And Tango's like. Yeah, because he's not letting me talk and I let him talk. It's a lot easier for him to get those answers out when I'm being respectful of his time. Like now we're on a debate stage, basically, is he the could, point. He could also just answer. I mean, Instead certainly to be like Mr. Romantic. I mean, I think it's a combination of both factors. Like, I think that he is not getting to the point. Is, but I think that it's also hard to get to the point when somebody's going, man, and 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 a difficult time because I can't sit in T.I. pose. As you made it sound like a like a yoga position, <laughs> like an and now enter T.I. pose. Tango says, I think this is in a talking head that this is where I was getting to it. So that real can't show him respect because he's threatened. All he's like doing with the snapping and the laughing and, you know, like he doesn't want me to say how I really feel. I agree with this. I think that real is threatened because Tango has a lot more going for him at least aesthetically mm-hmm. and knows I guess like Reels attempt at being like well I know I'm not the best looking so I'm just going to be like the class clown yeah. type of thing he reminded me a lot of his brother yeah it's like the two of them together must have been holy the way terrorists. he's talking I was like wow like he's like we said maybe he's drunk or whatever but like some of the stuff he's saying and doing I was like wow like there's a lot of chance coming out of him right now. Yeah. So they're really terrible together, I guess, is the point. Like, or were, rather. Oh, sorry. So, where was I? Well, we're at the point now where it's, I actually, right as I wrote, real sounds like chance in this situation. Oh. Uh, did you say when Tango whispered? Oh, no. So that's that's where we are. So um, he says, uh, Tango's like, oh, I'm really here for you. And I'm here for a woman who's ready and willing to work with a man. Again, this is like what made me think about the unequal division of labor and blah, blah, blah. So uh, Tango then says he's got to tell New York something. Because, like, again, he's pulling this stunt where he's like, oh, I want to talk to you in private. I want to talk to you in private. It's private. So uh, he says he's going to tell New York something and Real is not going to get it. So he like whispers something in her ear and Real calls this Ike and Tina shit. That was bad. I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get what I was going to say real Ike and Tina shit happens later on in the episode with not them. But, like, I, I didn't get what he was trying to accomplish here. So if you're listening and you've watched, like, please illuminate me because I am I was at a loss. Tango says, so as he pulls away, he's like, and, and that's really why I'm here for. I ain't leaving that. And New York is like, 
okay. Like, in her face, like, her facial expression is, like, basically pretty unimpressed. So, in her talking head, New York says, like, Tango just whispered that he's in love with me. Oh, my God, that's some heavy shit. But I'm thinking to myself, he shouldn't whisper that. He should be proud of it. He should be saying it from the mountaintops. And it's like, yes. Like, yes. You deserve to be loved out loud. You are an angel on earth. Why you gotta whisper it? But, like, well, because I, well, I have a theory about that, too. But it kind of falls into next week's episode. We'll discuss it more next week. So she blows up his spot then. And she's like, oh, so you really love me then? And Tango looks mortified and goes, oh, like, why are you doing this to me? And New York, like, at this point is like, oh, no. Because this, I, I feel like this must happen to some insecurity of not being claimed, you know. And, like, I felt like by that age I had a lot of those issues still similar thing maybe i'm projecting here you know somebody feel free to be like no but you're way off base but it's like you you don't want to say it out loud and then like you get called out about it and the person's embarrassed and like it's it's a triggering it could be a triggering thing for her in the past what are you making that face at me maybe no i don't so anyway so uh this sets New York off and she's like, oh, you don't, you don't because you can't even stand by it. That's and my thing. Yeah. Like, see, that's why it's like, I don't understand why he needs to whisper it. But I also feel it goes right back to producer shit. We're like, what if he didn't actually say that? And then she's saying it and it's more like, well, why you got to put me in this well, spot? Because like he didn't actually say well, it. Well, no, because then to. he proceeds to say it. That's true. Like. I don't think he well we'll talk about it more next week so real is just at, at this point just making faces into his empanada so just whatever tango and her like basically face to face but it's important to note that they are like very close like I don't I don't think this was eye contact I don't really remember but just put a pin in this for next week so he says uh, that he does love her. So Real says to Tango, no disrespect to you, Donatello. <laughs> but And Tango's like, I don't know who that is. Like, which it's like, how old are you? So she'd be like, she ain't playing with your bow staff tonight. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Donatello's weapon of choice is a bow staff. That was actually pretty clever. Thank you. So uh, Tango's like, oh, I don't know who that is. Like, respect me. Call me by my name. Call me by my name. Or he's like, or brother will work, which reminds me of, because it's another opportunity for me to quote a TikTok, is like oh, that one where it's like, you can call me by my middle name, Vanessa, or you can call me Shorty, or Shorty, or you know the fucking vibes. You don't know. I play TikToks all the time. I TikTok If you I I know there's some I know Pauline because I know I hear- you're listening Pauline I know yes. you get this joke but um if you if you watch TikToks there's this girl and th- th- it's a popular TikTok sound I don't know Nessa if you want you can call me shorty or shorty you know the fucking it's Gucci shit fucking you know the fucking vibes <laughs> it's it makes about as much sense of me saying it as when she says it. And he goes, so real in response, goes, okay, brother Stewart, I ain't mad at you. And New York is like dying laughing. And Tango is increasingly getting more and more upset. She did get so a kick out of that one. She did. I laughed. And, but like Tango is like, he really fucked him up. Like he Tell really. Tell something, brother. So uh, Tango keeps saying to New York that he's a real dude. He's not fake. He's not a performer, which is then like. 
it then leads into this angle that like tango hasn't really addressed or like nobody's really addressed so far which is like now suddenly we want to play the oh you're here for the wrong reasons card mm. and you know they they keep saying you know real and chance keep saying you know like no we don't need any help here like clearly we've got a deal they say what so- he real says with sony so that's pretty impressive like sony music i feel like we googled it i just don't remember what it was i don't I don't remember. And they did this. say that literally from episode one. Yeah, they no. They came I, in there like, listen, like, we're set. Like, the, we don't need this shit. I'm kind of torn between being like, probably not. Mm. But like, also, they're so attention hungry yes. that it's like, it does seem a little insincere. I don't know. They're all trash. I think they should all go home. I've stressed this enough so far this episode. So, um,. A tango in a talking head is basically like, oh, yeah, they're just here to promote their group, blah, blah, blah. So New York turns to tango and goes, you know, we've spent a lot of alone time together. We kick it a lot at night, which I was like, interesting. Uh, but I just want you to be OK with this fact. I want to take a reel with me tonight to my place. And, you know, Tango's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, it doesn't change my feelings. And New York tells him that she'll see him at the next elimination, but wants him to know she has so much love for him. They start making out and then Real does this whole dramatic, like, miming throwing up and he, like, falls out of his chair and is just, like, laying there. So much so to the point that when New York is finally ready to go, she's like, are you are you done like are you whatever the fuck you're doing like are you like get off the ground and real in his talking head is like i just want to know why she kissed that guy just picture new york kissing a ninja turtle with mutagen lips you you didn't mutant no he straight up i listened to him multiple times because i was like what's mutagen i exactly oh i thought that's why it's supposed to be mutant that's i mean i'm sure that's what he meant that's not what he said. Mm. Uh, so Tango then says in a talking head, you know, I, I hope Real takes his drunk, impotent ass home with New York and barfs all over her. <laughs> so uh, New York explains her decision to take Real home by saying, you know, despite the fact that Tango told me he loved me, I decided to take Real for the nightcap to see what kind of feelings he had for New York. So the limo pulls up to her place wherever she's staying and you know we hear a new york voiceover about wanting more champagne and they come back to this really nice setup with like candles and rose petals and chocolate and fruit and charcuterie and the whole nine so real says i'm ready for an evening of bliss 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 uh, so then it's basically just like him licking stuff off her fingers and blech. and New York is like, so you could really see us kicking it? And Real's like, hell yeah. And New York's like, because everything you gave me at the table tonight, like real shit. And I was really impressed by you and Tango. Well, no, I was trying to be impressed with you and Tango, but I was only impressed by you. And he says, I want to be your Romeo. Seriously. And then they just start making out that's it like that's the tweet uh so new york is in her talking head is like he's glaring into my eyes yikes um and telling me everything i want to hear but it's more than that because i believe him what the fuck does that mean it's more than that because i believe him because she doesn't believe that people on this show were real no pun intended so real in in his poetic soul 
uh, says the line that every woman wants here. You're a beautiful ass woman to me. And New York's like, oh, you just keep saying that. <laughs> and Real's like, anytime you hear me say somebody's beautiful, I'm talking about them as a whole. Which I I know meant like, like as a whole person, like their whole being. But it just sounded like I'm talking about them as a whole and no other part of their body. As a whole that I can penetrate. Exactly. So uh, New York starts crying and it's like you really mean that to me and like launches into her whole like I don't want to get hurt thing and just well I got hurt so many times and on tv and it was embarrassing and blah 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 so real starts talking shit actually about Flav and he was like listen I saw what happened he he fucked you over twice you know like and I just see that you're looking for the same shit that I'm looking for and New York is like, he's got deep feelings for me. And I never knew this until now. One, it's been like two weeks. Two, like, he's kind of made it clear that he's really interested in you. Two right? weeks. Right, though? Yeah, it's been pretty much since the beginning. She is seeing him out. And, oh, wait, no, is this right? Oh, no. I. Uh, no, I forgot. Are they standing up at this point? I don't fucking remember. It doesn't really matter. So she's like, you shook shit up. She like makes a point to do into the, well, not the mic. While but smoking cigarettes like this entire time. Oh, my God. So she's like, that. this Finally, is what I want. I feel like I never see her doing it. Yeah, she was smoking a lot this episode. And now this, this episode is just kind of like, yeah, let her have cigarettes every scene. Who gives a shit? That and like, I didn't realize until I was watching like the last couple episodes. She drinks a fuck ton of Red Bull. Oh, yeah. She literally she has, has she yeah. always has a cigarette in one hand and a Red Bull in the yeah. other. Sometimes they're both in one hand. She's like, you know, this is what I want. Like somebody to be there for me. And they start making out. And like, again, she's got a cigarette in her hand this whole time. I mean, which is also gross because like there's nothing worse than smoking, like kissing somebody after they've smoked a cigarette. Cigarettes are gross. It's disgusting. Well, they can't say anything. They'll get kicked off. Well, obviously, like, I'm sure they probably are like, we'll make it work. Uh, so Real is talking about how, like, from day one, like, he was always attracted to New York. And but like in a million in a million freaking years, I didn't expect to feel this way. So uh, she sends him back to where they're staying and says, you know, I'll see what elimination and I want you to do me a favor. Think about me like what the fuck you're the reason for the season bitch like that's what the show is about do you think he's got a choice <laughs> he also acts like he hasn't seen a woman in like 50 fucking years like don't worry he's thinking about you just be like chance i had a dream about you too that's it that's all you gotta say back you'll be fine <laughs> so real and tango get sent home uh and then white boy and chance get flued out so to speak did you uh, just say flued out yeah that's the you don't remember that video it was like it was it's also came up in like the Twitter moments of the decade where it's like winners will get all expense paid, flewed out to. Whatever. Oh, no. That's why I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah, what? no, it's it's a thing. So even though they're not flying anywhere. So they I thought that they were like going to meet her at the hotel and like no. they were going to do another normal activity. But uh, no, they meet her at a hot air balloon in the desert. <laughs> Uh, basically, I have the whole section about like uh, their the guys like very two thousands hip hop fashion, but 
it's too weird to explain and it'll just make sense if you see it so just if you lived through the 2000s and were remotely around people who were interested in hip-hop you'll recognize both styles of outfit that they're wearing so chance gets out of the limo with a drink in hand (laughs) needless to say it is all downhill from there that's all he does so he's got i think like i'm assuming it's like a screwdriver because it looks like orange juice based Yes. I mean, I guess because in a limo you get like the mixers, and then you probably have, like, because it looked He's like a limo. He's always drinking the same thing. Is he always drinking an orange juice? Yeah, beverage? unless they're like at a table, like with dinner, where maybe they're just drinking huh. like a champagne or something. He always has it. I haven't noticed. So uh, he basically gets out of the limo screaming. Uh, He's like, he even says that it sounds like a dragon. Grow the fuck up. I mean, I say that, but also like. Would I step foot in a hot air balloon? Absolutely not. Would you? I don't know. I want to, and I even made a note that's saying, I don't know if I could. I'm scared shitless of Ferris wheels, so I don't know if I'd be able to. <laughs> I thought you were going to say heights, and you said fucking Ferris wheels. No, <laughs> like, turn. height, like, the thing is, like, put me on a ladder for a bit. I'm like, like, I could be on, like, a roof or do something. I'm not a big fan of airplanes. Despise roller coasters. But that's more of a, especially when I was like really fat. Like that was where I was like, I feel like these things aren't gonna click and lock me in. Yeah, I wonder go how it'd go for you. Out. Maybe it would go better for you now. Oh, now I'd probably be fine. I'd probably lock in and be all right. I remember <laughs> there was one time I went to one. It was one of the ones like you sit on where everyone's kind of in the circle and it keeps like spinning and swinging like the yeah. What do you say like the arm almost yeah. And, like, we're, like, sitting there, like, before we could go, and I couldn't get the thing to lock on me. Aww. Like, this, yeah, I know it isn't all mowing and very embarrassing, but also uh. kind of funny. So I was able to eventually, like, push it down, my, and my buddy Pratt was with me, and he was just, like, next to me. He's like, I got your feet. And, like, we're, like, hitting it, and he got it locked in. It went, like, two clicks, and I was like, this fucking thing is locked in two clicks. We're going to be spinning, and I'm going to go fucking <laughs> flying out of this thing. And hopefully, like, land in, like, a water area or something just so I don't die. But I was like, this is how it's going to happen. I'm going to be embarrassingly not able to get locked into what an amusement happened? park ride. It was ride. too fat to fit in the ride. Yeah, they, pushed it till the, they pushed it till there was one click. Like, normally it's like, so it, like, locks in. And it was just like, and I was like, ah, shit, this is how I go. Well, I mean, you're still here, so it worked out. Thank God. Um, I I have to say though, in true like God, racial stereotype fashion, white boy is totally like entranced, like full of childlike wonder. You know, just like very, you know, just in awe of the whole situation. Oh yeah. So, uh, New York's like after how things went with Tango and Real, like, these two really need to step their game up. So, uh, New York is obviously assuring Chance that everything is okay because he's like, oh, I'm going to die. And she's like, no, you're not. But also, I kind of feel like she's, like, wondering if it's how, for those who remember, I think it was, like, episode two of Flavor of Love, like, season one, episode two, where, like, New York was on the date with him. And she's like, oh, I kept falling so he would like help me Mm. like i wonder if new york was like projecting and being like oh i wonder if he's doing this so i will pay more attention to him even though he genuinely seems terrified of heights 
Like, I would be, too. I The thought of being in that thing looks absolutely like horrifying to me. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Like, they really went over some beautiful, you know, spaces. It just was, like, between the fire and the basket and the landing, it's just, and being so high up, so freaking high up, I just, I couldn't do it. So... New York is assuring a chance that everything's okay and she's like trying to take his sunglasses off to like look in his eyes but he's also like still wearing them so I don't really know what happens uh so white boy I thought that this was kind of interesting like this weird little like gold diggery kind of moment where he's like you didn't think so that he was like oh it's I'm glad to see how big New York does it like like who knows what else is to come to me, that felt like, oh, she's got money, which is, like, dumb. But yeah. it's like, she's got money. Like, oh, this is the kind of thing she does on dates, you know? Because he, for some reason, thought this was her idea. Just silly. So, New York, in this line that is clearly fed to her by producers, and she's like, you guys, you can't deny that love is in the air, and I'm ready to take it to new heights. Like, why? I actually thought that was kind of funny. I mean, it's funny, but it's like it just was so out of character for her. Like that was more of my issue. It was like it was a good line. It was just like, <laughs> why are you saying that to them? Yeah. Like what? So Chance is while still freaking out, decides to ultimately get in. Of course, bringing his drink with him. So, oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, you're right. He is always drinking that in the glass. Like now that I'm thinking, about always it, like, the champagne. He glass. always says the same thing. So uh, I feel like it's like he probably got like introduced to the idea of a fucking mimosa or something like while he was there. And it's like, this is the best drink ever. Mm-hmm. So because like, no, that's not a mimosa isn't somebody's drink of choice. Never. I don't, so, I don't think I'd ever say it is. I mean, like I like them, but like that wouldn't be like if I'm going to a bar, I'm not ordering a mimosa. <laughs> so. As they start lighting the flames, uh, New York, this is when New York starts to get a little freaked out, rightfully so, because it is close to her head. And as she points out, uh, you know, her hair is um, synthetic. So she like stops and actually kind of breaks. I assume she's talking to producers. She like breaks the fourth wall a little bit and like asks if like, you know, if she's going to get lit on fire. Oh, she's yelling at someone <laughs> But she like cracked camera. me up. I'm. I'm not going to do this in my traditional um, iconic line of the week format. There really wasn't one this week because nothing was especially funny. But uh, just except for the way she says extensions. So I'm going to try to put it in real quick here. Extensions. Uh, She says she paid a lot of money for this and did not want it to get singed, which fair. So valid. So they're up in the sky and like white boy is like well look how high we are and chance like too fucking high and i'm like same i would be the same so and in perfect like fashion you know white boy is like fully standing totally unafraid new york is like half crouching half like still Mm -hmm. trying to like see and like chance is like fully like sitting like crisscross applesauce in the bottom of the crisscross applesauce Anyway, uh, he does, he does like Come sort on. of peek out of the edge of the basket to be like, oh, wow, like it looks really nice. So they finally get to an altitude for some reason where Chance is really comfortable and he gets like really kind of wholesome about it. He's like, oh, I never could have dreamed of something like this. And he says in his talking head, it's the most beautifulest thing I ever damn near seen. I'm so glad I did it, which I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Like you're really fucking annoying, but it's I'm glad you conquered your fears. He just pulls like a Dora. 
We did it. Yeah. So unsurprisingly, <laughs> in perfect fashion of this show, the landing is a little bit tense, uh, especially because the captain or whatever you call it uh, for a hot air balloon is like, oh, better avoid those power lines over there. And uh, everybody's like, um, excuse me, like, what the fuck? And it, also, they show some random stray dog barking at them landing. I'm that like, was funny. It's like, what is what kind of place is this? And then when Ch- Chance is like, "Ah, oh, here we go," or whatever, I was just kind of like, "Tell me they're landing somewhere where like they have attack dogs or something." And this dog's just sprinting on its way over to like protect people or its property. Also, now I'm kind of thinking, it's like, "Oh, here it goes." Uh, so, oh my god, yes. So they do ultimately get out of this whole situation alive although the the basket is like does land kind of on its edge like not fully on its side but like it doesn't land flat like you would assume that one would land so uh white boy is like yeah this was all fun this was fun and all but i would have liked it better if i had new york to myself and it's like you're annoying (laughs) i don't know they toast and then they leave so getting ready, uh, the guys are obviously at the same hotel, but different rooms, as we established. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do get the same gifts as well. This is the part where, so I'm minding my own business, you know, taking notes. And they're like, you know, the guys come in and they're like, oh, this is so great. And they're like playing. They're kind of like playfully like hitting each other or whatever. And I swear on everything I love. I am almost positive that I heard white boy say the N-word. Like, oh, my my N-word. Like, like that kind of context, not like calling him <laughs> the N-word. Like, no hard R's are involved. Like, this was, like, and I played it, you know, like when I was taking my notes and I was sitting with Mike while he was taking his notes and I'm like, I swear to God, did you hear that? And he's like, no, you know, you're like, no. I was I like, didn't. that was... No, I heard the word. You heard it, but like, I thought, you didn't think I it was. I sat there. I was like, that was just Chance being real high pitched for a sec because he got really excited. Yeah, but then if you play it, because then Chance does say it back to him and it's clearly Chance, but like it's in the same tone that White Boy says everything else. It was White Boy. Like, and so because at 100%. first, like the third time playing it back, Mike was like, yeah, but why? Like, wouldn't Chance, it, wouldn't it not go over well with Chance? And I'm like. Um, I mean, there are still plenty of black people out there who are like, oh, it's fine if you grew up around black people and whatever. And he says it twice, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, when was the second time? It was like right there, almost back to back. No, Chance for sure says it. Because I thought time. he went. Chance he for goes, sure says it the like, second time. Yeah. And then, well, like immediately it, after. Blank said it. And then Chance comes in and goes like, with the obvious Chance voice. N-word. I, da, 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 da. I didn't either way he said it at least once yeah no he said it like one too many times which is once is too many times so i please everybody uh go back and watch and weigh in on this because i am pretty much convinced that i heard it i mean he clearly has no problem with cultural appropriation based on the fact that he's got dreads now so that's that on that so we see that oh this is where we see that it's officially called a new york note that was that was an exciting moment for me personally uh 
the note says, uh, a white boy is reading it again, uh, that she loves a man with a sense of adventure. And today the three of us reached an all time high. Uh, lucky for us, the good times have just begun. And I think that they must have been fucked up at this point because they're like, oh, they've just begun. Mm-hmm. And like, and it, she says, uh, take it easy. He reads, take it easy tonight because there will be more of New York. Wait, excuse me. And I guess it must have been. It must have said, like, more New York lovin'. And Chan's like, more New York lovin'. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're, like, fully leaning into, like, wild and crazy guys' awfulness. <laughs> That's, I mean, I don't know if there's any wild Gen Z people. crazy guys. Oh, it was that awesome. Was ba- that I was, love that. I thought you were going to say your impression was awesome. And I'm like, was it? Uh, so we see them getting ready. And Chan's. We see them getting ready, and Chance is in a shirt that says, Long live Mandela. The struggle continues with a picture of Nelson Mandela's face and then a a silhouette of Africa as like a whole continent. White boy in his talking head says it's the last chance for him to prove himself before elimination. Uh, He can't be out here slow poking and letting Chance do all the talking and laughing. And it's like basically saying like, oh, I can't like laughing at his jokes uh he goes that's my boy but i'm not here for friendship i'm here for new york chance is actually dressed up for a change uh we see him in a tie which is weird because he still has jeans on and the largest belt buckle i think i've ever seen Uh. white boy says to chance that he thinks real and tango have their positions clinched uh and chan says you know basically like just something about his brother actually being competition i don't really care uh in the limo chan says that he hopes it's not his last limo ride and they edit in this like ridiculously ominous music for the rest of the limo ride because it's like literally like oh 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 and i'm like why boom, are you putting boom, that? Boom. No, I won't do it because Kanye might actually sue. Uh, but I, but my thing is, it's like, why are you putting in that like dramatic ass horror movie music? I just mm. like, I mean, I get that they were trying to like make the scene seem more tense, but like that was your choice. New York walks. It's Flay, that's show not, me the way. That's not what it sounds like. VH1 try bring me down. So basically they're just staring each other down and Chance goes, oh, it ain't got to be that serious. And white boy's like, oh, well, I'm not really in much of a joking mood today. And it's like, shut up. Enough. Now he's all fucking serious. So five minutes ago. uh, Right. Exactly. So uh, you can really for some reason too, like, I don't know if it was this episode like or what, but you see up close on Chance's face a lot. Like, you see he's got a lot of lines in his face. Like, he's got a lot of, like, wrinkles forming. How old did you say he was again? I think, like, 24, 25. Smoking, maybe? I don't know. I mean, so I much for black s- don't crack. Smoking causes wrinkles, but... Yeah. Oh, it's like his forehead and stuff, too. Mm. It was, like, a lot of his face. Like, it like also kind of like he had makeup on. Not that, like, I'm judging that, but it's more just, like, it was, like, it looked, like, caked on. Like, something with his face looked off. Well, having that much makeup could also, like, accentuate yeah. the wrinkles. So, uh, I don't know. This was interesting, too, because Chance is, like, you know, like, basically they're just staring each other down. And Chance is, like... You ain't got to look at me like that dog. Like, you're going to chop me in half. He's like, you're looking at me like I'm Tango, which it kind of reminded me of, like, in Booksmart, where they call Malala. 
where it's like that's like the friendship favor like uh, you, like yes. what uh, like unavoidable thing where i was like oh my god like saying you look like tango like you're looking at me like you look at tango is like a bridge too far like it means you're out of pocket like you're out of control <laughs> you motherfucker just flips out right exactly so white boy's like so we're going to war with each other and chance like we're going to war period bitch you always gotta throw a bitch at the end of things makes it well, period so is better. period was sufficient enough period it actually does say period, but not period. So they pull up to actually the house that New York is staying in for dinner. Uh, we get voiceovers from the guys. Chance is saying to White Boy, you know, oh, I hope this doesn't hurt our friendship. And White Boy's like, do what you got to do, dog. Okay. So there's woof, this really. Woof. Yeah. There's this setup by the pool. Um, it's actually like a really cute little dinner setup in New York joins them in a very surprising look for her i kind of felt like it was like a little bit more understated despite the fact that her boobs were out which sounds silly but it's more of like a peasant style dress like a little bit more like bohemian rustic than she Mm. tends to dress this is where it would be nice to have a guest who understood fashion so she also brought her purse outside which is silly because she's staying in the house inside like do you think that somebody was gonna steal from you What's the goal here? So New York uh, says in a talking head that she can tell the guys are a little bothered by the fact that they have to show up and follow the other guys act. But it's good because they know they have to step their game up. Do they have to step their game up? She hasn't brought it up at all during the course of this episode. Always. So, uh, New York grabs and kisses white boy and Chance looks disgusted. And then <laughs> New York goes to kiss Chance and he like hesitates at first. And I was like, oh, yikes. And then he grabs a fucking napkin to wipe her mouth. It was hilarious. Yeah, Chan's like, oh, you know. Let me get that shit off there. He just left. Yeah. That was funny. Like, and so then, like, Chance turns to White Boy and goes, like, oh, may the best man win because I'm here for New York. And New York, like, falls all over herself for this because the bar is in hell, apparently. Like, all he said is, I'm here for New York. Bitch, everybody's been well, saying that this whole time from the beginning. She moans like if a breeze goes by, so. That's true. <laughs> That's a valid point. So, uh, White Boy does a toast to our health and happiness, and New York's like, oh, yeah, I like that. Like, like that's so oh, fucking yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I love that. I'll never forget. Like SNL does these great uh, Bachelor parodies, and the, the ladies are always just like, mm, I like that. And can I steal him for a sec? Can I steal him for a sec? But I mean, that's like a real thing that all these people are saying on these shows. So they then pan to a violinist playing for them. New York asks which one is going to be the first to dance with her. And White Boy steps right up. He had no problem being like me. And Chance goes, oh, feel free, motherfucker. Like, what kind of two-step you got? And it's like, Okay. White boy doing preemptive damage control is like, oh, so if there's anything you want to know, you know, ask me now. You know, basically just trying to be like, I'm not fall. I'm not getting eliminated for this shit for you saying, oh, it's something else I withheld. And he but he's like, instead of volunteering information that might be of use to her, he's like putting it all on her. Like he said during the whole thing with his sister, like, oh, well, you never asked. If she doesn't know what the fuck to ask for, then you can't expect her to ask the right questions, you fucking dickhead. 
so New York says it goes on this whole thing about like that she's like you know the the expression is like the fear of the unknown well I find the unknown like exciting but you know basically it's her whole thing about feeling like she doesn't really know him and he's in her house and she doesn't fucking know him like that and I don't know while they're having this conversation and dancing Chance is just glaring at them actually glaring and taking huge puffs of his cigarette mm-hmm. like huge puffs of his cigarette like it's very concerning so finally he cuts in after a little while and white boy like kisses her hand when he walks away and she's like very into that obviously so new york asks chance if he's still feeling her and he's like very much so and she's like oh are you sure and he's like slow it down a little bit and i'll show you (laughs) and i was like oh my god it's like too close by next yes that's basically because at first I was like, "Haha, he probably means it." I felt like, <laughs> Jesus, uh, I was like first like, "Oh, he's clearly trying to do double entendre here," but it's like, "Oh no, he literally meant like press up on my dick." Like I'll show you how interested in you I am. Yeah. Yikes! So white boy doesn't even really sit back Such down. A yeah, really, fucking worst. So he doesn't. White boy doesn't even sit back down. He's just kind of like lurking by the pool, like turned away from them, looking all like dramatic and melancholy. So then they start grinding to basically to the violin music. Yes, it's like an eighth grade. He's dance. all like right, like he's all like feeling on her booty and whatever. And uh, that's when white boy works his way back over and like very kind of like sensually like pulls her away and. You know, she, like, looks back at Chance, like, it's some so-you-think-you-can-dance routine. And, like, so White Boy says to her, like, as I was saying before, we were interrupted. And then White Boy goes on this whole thing in a talking head where he's like, uh, oh, no, no, this is to her. So he goes, from now on, I want to make a new approach to White Boy. Um, I, I don't want no to be continued. I don't want no Miss Mister Us, right? Mister Mister Us. And then corrects himself and says mysterious. So Chance in like, I guess it's it's not funny to watch, but it was clearly in his head. It kind of reminded me of like a Monty Python style sketch, just with the with the pure like absurdity with which he yes. like took it to the next level. So he tries to do what White Boy did and like pull New York over. But Chance is like like 15 drinks deep at this point so he fully like grabs her for not her forearm her bicep and fucking yanks her over she's not really prepared for this so she almost kind of falls and white boy is like yo relax and white boys and chance goes she's just a woman bruh the fuck does that mean she's just a woman it's dangerous it was very not okay. So they kind of end up in this weird like tug of war with her arms, and then suddenly it's time to eat. <laughs> it was very awkward. At that point, it's like the producers like, all right, this is getting bad. right, right. This is getting uncomfortable. So she thanks them for the dance and says that she wants uh, to sit there and get to know them better. And white boy's like, oh, it's tough when we got somebody like Chance with us. I can't even dance with you for five seconds without him butting in. And then Chance, of course, wasted again, cannot stress this enough, Will bring this up every time, is like, oh, don't even worry about me in this wheezy. I'm going to do what needs to, what, we going to do what we got to Deezy? Yes. Okay. That's, 
sounds as right as it's going to sound. And then don't worry about Theezy. And New York is just nodding like this makes sense. And I understand, you know, what he's trying to do, but also like the things that he's adding easy on to the end of it's like, don't e- don't even worry about me in this. W- like, what is the what? I don't I hope that made sense. I don't know what I'm even saying. The I don't what? even know anymore. The what? Uh, it's like Jimmy from South Park. I don't. <laughs> New York uh, in a talking head is like, wow, I like really didn't expect like Chance and White Boy to go like to go at it over me. You know, like they're such good friends. And Chance is basically at this point just rambling, saying he's going to punch White Boy, making him bleed. And like this is this is the second time I forgot. He said something else during the course of their date earlier where he said he was going to like during the dinner part where he's like or maybe in a talking head where he talks about making him bleed. And I'm like, wow, like. Punching Mr. Boston really went to your head. Oh, yeah. Which is now nuts. Now he thinks he's the toughest guy in the room. Which is nuts because it's like, of course, Mr. Boston bled. He just, like, doesn't. He looks like his skin is made out of fucking tissue paper. Oh, I can't like, even make a fucking Predator reference. Right. Side note, we tried to watch the movies that made us on Netflix. And, um, I flipped out. Of the movies that are featured, there are four of them. I have only seen one. Yep. I was not never seen. Well, then we started discussing other movies. Yeah, it was really le- embarrassing. It started with like Patrick Swayze movies, which then somehow the only one I've ever a- seen is Tu Wong Fu, yeah. which is really I think the only one worth seeing. Roadhouse. Tu Wong Fu. Patrick is so Swayze great. is the man. He was. might be R. one R. of the uh, most underrated actors. Actually, was ever. he get your colon checked? Did he die of colon cancer? He uh, was. No, he died of cancer, but like was it pancreas? I can't remember now. Might have been pancreas. Get your person everyone checked. just get, get checked. checked it doesn't matter if it's your butt or not just get everything <laughs> just checked all you gotta do is get a blood test and they'll be able to tell if like some shit's off anyway yeah just anyway, go and but, get a blood test because then, we live in america and people can just get those and then, well, and then uh go watch roadhouse anyway i just haven't seen a lot of movies or okay? an Arnold movie she hasn't seen predator people I or, or any of the terminators i or, saw some Commando, of the first one or Blade, which I'm very excited for you to actually see. The Warriors. Actually, no, I can't say that. Actually, Blade was on Hulu, and now we don't have it anymore, I think, right? I have, I think, all three on DVD or Blu-ray. Uh, you can't say that. Yo, <laughs> I love Blade. Wesley Snipes is the shit. Actually, the only Wes- Wesley Snipes <sighs> movie I've ever seen was... Oh, actually, I lied. I've seen two, which two was also Wong two long crew, and uh, White Men Can't Jump. Yeah. Which I love. I gotta get the t-shirt. Some motherfuckers trying to always like skate uphill. Where are you going to wear that shirt to? Everywhere. You're the one who won't let me say bad words if there's a child in like a 20 mile radius. All right. Well, we're in an adult place. Ew. So. That's, so just, <laughs> it's like only if I go to a strip club. So uh, basically like chances, like I said, is rambling and just, you know, talking about making white boy bleed and New York is rolling her eyes. And White Boy's like, oh, who are you talking to? Like, who are you talking to? Like, me? And Chan's like, I never said I would, but I guarantee I'd punch the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> I don't know. Something about the way he said that really cracked me up. I know I say that a lot, but on this show. But it's I don't know. He just like, I'll punch the fucking shit out of you. Like, punch the he's wasted shit and, out of you. He's wasted and tough. 
So New York suddenly out of nowhere, despite two episodes ago being like, oh, the fighting turns me on is like now suddenly so offended by the tension between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And New York is like, oh, well, that's like aggression, like to chance. And he goes, yeah, that's aggression. That's down. That's all that shit, man, wrapped into one. And white boy's like, oh, you can't ever touch me like that. Because I always think it, that it was literally, like, what's catch me. I know, because yeah. that's, that's literally what I thought. It's when he said it. Catch me outside. Weird. So uh, then Chance says, let's take that shit back to the room, bruh. And I'm like, that's about to be some fan fiction. Anyway, uh, New York goes, oh, Chance, shut the fuck up. And she's like half joking, it looks like. Like, she seems kind of sick of it, but, but also... But it's a way she can talk with him. Yeah. And he turns to her and goes, like, because he's clearly caught off guard by the fact that she blatantly told him to shut the fuck up. And we know he has a very fragile ego mm. and some, like, you know, sensitivity to being, you know, kind of sidelined or treated like he's stupid or whatever. And he goes, he turns to her and goes, you shut the fuck up. With, like, bass in his voice, too. With, yes. No, he, he threw his nuts in that one. <laughs> that the expression i don't know maybe i just inv- <laughs> if i just invented that that's awesome but it's kind of like it's even funnier that like that wasn't necessarily a thing yeah he really put his nuts into that one there we go that'll be our first t-shirt <laughs> no please do Why? not don't worry everyone i'm gonna get some t-shirts no, made soon we're not he threw his um, nuts into that one it's like uh when you listen to those old school like rock bands that have like the like the hair ones they have like the really high pitched scream voice. Like if you listen to like White Snake, well, it's kind of like, like the opposite. I'm like saying Sammy he has Hagar. bass in his voice, where he's just like he didn't do like shut the fuck up. He well, he said it very With aggressively. Exactly. He so tough. he and for some reason, like I don't know, she got like a little horny for that, which is like kind of weird because she's like, and what if I don't? And then he's like, then I'm gonna grab the whole box and that was pretty like. Funny. Like, oh, wait, oh, no, never mind. Oh, wait, no. So I, I skipped a line where he was like, oh, like, what, after he was like, shut the fuck up, he was like, and smoke your fucking cigarette. Because at first I was like, is he talking to her? And then when as soon as he was like, oh, yeah, smoke your cigarette, I was like, oh, my God, he's talking to her. Like, I actually, like, gasped. Like, I was like, I can't believe he fucking said that. And he goes, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, pass me that shit. Like, oh, yeah. So I just went through all that. She's so, like, uh-uh. And, uh... Then in her talking head, New York's like, oh, I used to find that stuff really sexy. And, like, he ends up taking a cigarette, which I'm like, what the fuck? So she's like, oh, I used to find that really sexy. But now, like, I'm not going to let him fucking I wear the pants in this relationship, blah, blah, blah. So then she decides to ask white boy for the nightcap. She says to Chance that she'll see him at the next elimination. And he's like, I'll see you at the next elimination. So much of this was very Flav to me. Especially because, like, I, re- I think about that time. I think it was when Sweetie went off on him. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, like, I hope that you're blessed. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's, like, the best you could fucking do. He gives up very, like, he's, I'm, like, low-key convinced, like, Flav's long-lost child. Oh, my God. Because he's got a lot of very similar tendencies and she tells him that new york says uh you can show yourself out when you're ready to so i i thought that this was it's not iconic line of the week worthy it just is so off the wall that i have to read it verbatim chan says in a talking head 
my message to white boy is do all you can because when I come I strike and I bite hard and when I bite I drag my carcass all the way up the tree like a motherfucking cheetah he I don't know okay so they go in for the nightcap which is like kind of weird because like they're just walking into the house like while Chance is still chilling in the backyard it's a very similar setup to yesterday um now that except like there's like a raised bowl of chocolate covered strawberries uh it's just the leftovers yeah basically so new york uh says that she invited white boy because he's finally opening up a little bit and she wants to take advantage of his openness so new york sticks her finger in the bowl of whipped cream a white boy sticks her finger in the bowl of whipped cream and like aggressively licks it off of her then puts some whipped cream on his tongue and open mouth kisses her and we've established that he's a terrible kisser she's like fanning herself she like pulls away to like fan herself but that to me felt like i don't want to kiss you and i'm afraid that i'm gonna start laughing like i could see it in her face and then she also wipes a giant patch of spit off of the corner of her mouth (laughs) so you know can't imagine that that was a fun experience for her he does his weird low-key homophobia thing again. I don't know if you caught this. No, what do he say? He goes like, oh, what's New York doing to me? Side note, pumping me with vodka and constant the vodka constantly being mixed with champagne. I'm hoping that they don't mean in the same glass because that sounds awful. What was in the punch at our wedding? It was wine and vodka? Was it? I forgot what they made with it. It was something like that, yeah. Oh, we should go back and ask for it. Our, our one-year anniversary is coming up. Um, that drink was also extremely delicious. It was fun. If we find the recipe, we'll... We'll let y'all know. Basically, what he says here is he's like, uh, you know, oh, she's making me try chocolate and whipped cream off her finger. Like, basically making it like it's some weird foreign concept. And I was like, I wonder if it's a weird internalized homophobia thing from, like, the phallicness of it. Hmm. I don't know. So uh, he's just like, damn, I'm starting to like this. And I'm like, nice. So uh, cut back to them. And oh, we cut back to them. And she's in like a nighty. She just changed out of nowhere. Uh, She then spills some champagne on herself and moans, obviously. And then he's like licking it off her thigh, which that is an appropriate point to moan. Not literally when champagne falls on you. That was funny. So. And she's like, New York's like doing all these talking heads about how she's so fucking turned on. And we cut back to them and she looks like wasted. Like she's trying to get her bearings. Like she does that slow blink kind of thing. And I don't know what the fuck they're saying to each other here. I tried to make notes of it and it just didn't make any sense. Basically, the gist of it is like, all right, like I really want to fuck you right now. And she's like she does this talking head where she's like i'm so horny i just want to throw this guy in my bed and use him but white boy's a big mystery to me and my mind tells me you really shouldn't deal with a man you don't know anything about so you gotta dig deep on this one i'm like jesus fucking christ like step up to the plate or like what is step their game up and digging deep it's like the same two lines over and over and over so new york then goes back to white boy like the thing about his relationship um but like white boy in an effort to try to save himself is like oh i love these serious questions you know like we accomplish so much that's what he said we accomplish a lot super serial so 
when New York asked him when the last time he dated somebody was like for real basically to get back to as we discussed last week he had an on again off again girlfriend for five years which you know doesn't really I mean it, it is certainly a lot but it's especially a lot when you're 24 years old that's literally a fifth of your life mm-hmm. you spend with somebody and probably potentially his only girlfriend ever assuming you know or at least his only serious girlfriend ever because he would have been like 19 when they started dating yeah. so like 1819 so uh so you know she asked him all right when's the last time who was the last person you like seriously dated and he was like oh my ex and she's like okay so when did you last date and he says july new york like freezes because you know she's already concerned about july uh we doing some of my research it seems like Okay, well, before I get to that, so she's already concerned about the fact that he says July and he clarifies and goes, actually, it's more like end of July, beginning of August, which is like, you're not helping yourself. Like, why the fuck would you clarify even further? So do like as the result of some cursory research, um, it seems like the show started casting at the end of July. And so he 12 packed it. Yeah, and or right, like there was the whole time. It's like that Spider Man meme. <laughs> it's you. Uh, so apparently, and also they said apparently when she was doing the Flavor of Love season two finale, either to the press or cut out of the episode, she was already down to her final three. So that was probably wait while they were filming Flav. While they, they were doing the reunion. Oh, the reunion. Flavor, gotcha. While they were doing the reunion. And they, when she announces there's going to be a show oh, for no. me. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So the show and the show like and just to put a timeline on it. Flavor of Love ended the end of October of 2006. I Love New York was airing the beginning of January 2007. Holy shit. And so she does clarify, you know, like it's it's only been two months she does it like in a couple minutes. She clarifies that it's only been two months since he broke up with her. And if I was her, I'd be really concerned about that too. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, you know, she has every reason to be skeptical of the fact that he's not going to go back to this one. So at White Boy knows at this point that he's kind of dug his own grave. Um, and it's I, honestly, I wrote it here in my notes that it's kind of interesting, like, one thing that these shows have really helped me kind of clarify is like it's so interesting to see what people are willing to overlook when they're really attracted to somebody Mm -hmm. because chance had a whole fucking kid that he never mentioned to new york and she's like oh that's totally fine and no and i'm and I, i understand why people don't necessarily bring their kids up early on in relationships i'm not saying that he was necessarily wrong to do that and I don't necessarily think White Boy was wrong in not, like, I mean, I guess he could have explained it to New York. It wouldn't have been the end of the world. But, like, basically, it's, like, it's it's so interesting that, like, Chance can leave out a whole kid. And she, she's like, oh, okay, well, you know, like, whatever. I don't care. I just, I'm here for you. And White Boy can be, like, I was dating somebody. For, I was seriously dating somebody for a long time. And she didn't understand that that meant five years. And suddenly that's, like, a complete betrayal of trust. Mm-hmm. So New York says to White Boy, you know, I 
oh, uh, she says to him, like, you know, for some reason, I feel like if if Shorty, Shorty wanted to come back, uh, you'd welcome her with open arms, which is, I feel like Possible. a very, like I said, completely reasonable and understandable. You're like 12 pack. Right. So, right. Just like. Totally just bang that shit out of her. Yeah. She looks really fucking good tonight. What a, what a cornball. So, uh, no, he is not currently married to her, by the way. Mm. That girl. He's married to somebody else, though. Also a blonde. He, like I said, he looks like he got his shit together. So good on him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so New York says to White Boy again, you know, I know what it's like to be in a long term relationship. You know, there's something about you that draws me in. You're my magnet. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of ash from her cigarette falls down onto on her, her hand. That was funny. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. Between between this and the crown, it's like I've seen more people smoke in the last couple days than I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> she says that she got a lot of info out of him tonight and he but he clearly looks like very defeated and knows that he basically just packed his own bags. So New York decides to send him home. I don't know where she developed a Philly accent from out of nowhere, but huh? uh she doesn't want she doesn't want to spend the night, doesn't want to move on emotionally um any further. Which I I know she technically means in reference to the date, but like basically, spoiler alert, she explains her rationale for sending him home. She's like, I don't want him like I don't want to move on emotionally any further. Like the most blatant foreshadowing we've had to date, in my opinion. So she closed the door behind him and kind of makes that same eye roll face she did with her mom. Yes. That time. Uh, it's the next day, next morning, uh, or afternoon, or we don't know what time of day it is. So White Boy and Chance come home. Tango says in his talking head he hopes that they had a really shitty time because he can't stand either of those two idiots. <laughs> Did make me laugh a little bit. Mm-hmm. So everyone but Tango is chilling in the kitchen, and they're leaving the fridge door open, obviously, because I guess if you don't pay fucking bills, you don't have any human decency. Yeah, you spend that VH1 money. So Real starts grilling them uh, in his talking head, he explains, to see if anybody had a better night than he did. New York comes home in her own limo and uh, says in a talking head, coming back from Prom Springs, I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm a little upset because I have such a big decision to make and I'm so glad my mom is here to help. So Sister Patterson comes into the room, into her suite, and New York is in this like pink sequin halter dress stroking your majesty which gives me very like Elle Woods Paris Hilton type of vibe you know she got a little chihuahua and in her pink outfit so th- it's so weird the way they did this which is like they set it up like we're going to get a deliberation scene and then they cut to Sister Patterson confronting Chance about his behavior the night before and then they go back to a deliberation scene. I didn't understand it at all. That's just terrible editing. Yeah, I didn't get, or maybe it was like a hindsight edit. Like and not was, only that, but Chance is such a dumbass. No, not like that. Well, happened. no, we'll no, just no, wait. No. Hold on, it's we're like, not there. Oh wait, uh, well, you just when, said she confronts him. Well, yeah. So, uh, Sister Patterson storms into the room because, like, uh, Chance and Real are on the balcony, and she's like, "Okay, well, what did you do to Tiffany last night?" And he's like, "I." What? what the hell are you talking and about? And she says, like, I heard you grab some cigarettes away from her and told her to shut up. And he's like, heck no. And so Sister Patterson is grilling him and he's like, oh, I don't remember that. Like, I don't know if that happened. Nothing and then there's a positive. Fl- 
Yeah. And he, yeah. And he, there's a flashback to him doing, you know, exactly that, which I guess New York like kind of downplayed it too, because she didn't even bring up the arm tugging thing. That was really, that was to me like the most disturbing part. He just like felt very comfortable yanking her away. Yeah. So he continues uh, denying and like saying, you know, she asked him if he was drinking too much. And he's like, oh, no, I was I wasn't at all. And Sister Patterson in her, in her talking head says, rightfully so, if you're going to yell, push and shove, like, I think that he's abusive. Because that to me was like, I mean, I'm not saying that he was, I don't know his background, but yes. like that was like some scary behavior out of exactly. him uh, over nothing. Like, no, it wasn't even like he was angry. Not that that makes it okay, but, like, I mean, obviously, people are more inclined to react that way in a moment of anger rather than just regular drunkness. Well, she is just a woman. And, but then, right. And, well, then he follows it up by going, I don't care what that girl says. Which is funny how he talks about her to her mom. So, it is, the way he talks about her to her. Like, I, I don't remember in hindsight this much him seeming so disinterested in her. He it's so weird. Shit. So then uh, Sister Patterson, her talking head, is saying, you know, I'm going to make sure Chance gets eliminated tonight. And she's, like, pointing at the camera a lot. It's very intense. Good luck. So this is when we get the deliberation scene, as I mentioned. Um, New York says the white boy opened up to me so much uh, that he's one of my faves. Interesting how this works out. And Sister Patterson's like, oh, Tango's in love with you. And New York asks her mom about Chance. And Sister Patterson's like he needs to go home like i understand that you haven't wanted to send him home before but he told you to shut the fuck up well she doesn't say this but like he yelled at you and you know snatched your cigarettes away from you like is this really somebody you want to be dating like no and new york's like in her she does a talking head where she's like it's my decision but if my mom really isn't feeling one of these guys i guess i'm gonna have to take that into into heart she like mixed up her metaphor her like idioms so New York's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Sister Patterson does full finger gun and like shoots Chance's picture. Jeez. Pew, pew. pew, pew. Uh, and then now we're on to elimination. We get some like pre-elimination talking heads as per usual. Uh, Tango says he's not completely confident because he dropped the love bomb on her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what effect that's going to have. It's either going to be positive or negative. Okay. Chance in his talking head says, I hope Sister Patterson doesn't influence New York too much because I really want to be with this girl. It's true romantic, that guy. And then Real says, uh, Tango's going home because I verbally took his ass out. You didn't. You just fucking made stupid voices and sounds. Yes. You didn't like he acts like they like had like a battle of the wits. And you just like verbally are we is that what we're calling like awugas now? Like what the fuck are you fucking talking about? Awugas. Awuga. That was like supposed to be like awuga. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> um and he says he has three cigars in his pocket, uh, one for himself, one for white boy, one for chance, and predicts all three of them are going to, quote, win elimination. Again, back to my theory. Why. If you listen to my Flavor of Love episodes, it's very interesting to hear about how people talk about 
being eliminated versus being saved and if they're here for that person like it does make a difference now granted like I've said it obviously is a lot more plausible to me that's that these guys would be attracted to New York an attractive person you know their own age versus Flav having a 20 year age difference from them and just being a generally disgusting human being anyway white boy in his talking head is he says he's extremely concerned because he left his night on a bad note new york comes down says uh they have three chains she has three chains and four bodies and tells us slash them that she's gonna do things a little bit differently this time uh she is going to lead with who goes home did you see this coming i was a little surprised by this I mean, not the not the result. I just mean like the way she structured thought, the ceremony. Well, I was gonna say I thought it was interesting the way she did it because she was pretty much just like you know who you are. Like she says her. Yeah. Old, I don't know if you wrote exactly what she said, but well, of course I wrote. She just said he's a great man. Yeah, he's a great man. Uh, I have so much love for you, and you've been giving it back. Uh, you opened up to me, but right now I just feel you can't give me the love that I'm looking for. It is really fucking clear who she's talking about. Yes, it was a little too obvious. And, you know, so she says, as Mike mentioned, you know, I believe you know who you are. You know, I would appreciate if you could just step down and nobody fucking moves. Yep. So real, of course, because he's so threatened by Tango is like, oh, you want to step down, Tango? And he's like, Tango's like, my mind's right where it needs to be, pimp. Trust me on that. But if you want to step down and I'm like, you, the dramatics over the top stunt queen reels like i ain't stepping nowhere and tangles like i'll help you down shut up except give me a second because my shoulder hurts oh my shoulder uh basically this just becomes like a full minute or two of like just tense music and like camera cuts between the four guys and just Mm -hmm. very dramatic so finally chance says like goes like i don't know what's going on here but like and starts to step down and Sister Patterson is like, yes, like, you know, just looking very vindicated and relieved. And New York goes, I'm not talking to you, Chance. And then we go back to more aggressive, tense cuts before New York finally goes, you know, I love you. But right now you can't, you know, like and her voice starts cracking. She's like, give me that love that I need because your mind is somewhere else. And you know that white boy. And I, you know what I was interesting is like, I couldn't really read Sister Patterson's expression. I had no idea. I mean, they always, she always says she wants Chance to go home, but you never know what she really fucking means because it's for TV. Well, no, I mean, just about like white boy. He looks even more. Seal-like. Sad seal. That was so funny. Unusual. Imagine just like, I'm sorry, but it's you, white boy. And all of a sudden, like, if he cried, like the way he cries is just like, or, or, (laughs) or. That would be very funny. So he daps up his two friends and, you know, walks up to New York and she's like, I need you to know that I'm not letting you. I'm not letting you go because you were honest with me. But as of right now, you were just in a long term relationship and I don't want to be a rebound girl, which is a thousand percent valid. It makes sense. Like, you know, you could tell that it wasn't the her being him being honest. That was the issue. It was that like. It, as we've said a bajillion times during the course of this episode, you don't want to date somebody who just got out of a five-year relationship like a couple days before you met them. Exactly. 
So uh, she says, I know that you love me and I have so much love and respect for you. And she tells him she loves him and she's going to miss seeing him around her house. In his exit interview, he says he's going to miss New York a lot. And part of the reason why is I've grown accustomed to what she likes and what she doesn't like. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Like in this context, like what? Uh, So New York tells him that it's not easy for her. And, you know, white boy appreciates the opportunity. I love when they say that. Like it's a job interview, you know. Like, they got rejected for a job. And uh, behind him, Chance and Real just have their fists up. And they're like, MIA, dog. MIA. Like, shouting out the fact that white boys from Miami. It just was, like, so funny. It was, like, one of those, like, like the Hunger Games symbol or, like, the I am Spartacus, like, moment. Like, it was, like, this weird solidarity display. It just was so bizarre. But instead of doing the whistle of, like, the Mockingjay, they just do a They do the black like a, power fist. Uh, I was just saying they and, do, like, the whistle of, like, a Pitbull song. Oh, I was gonna- that's true. <laughs> I know you won't miss. Well, I was going to say Pitbull wasn't a thing really then. So it would have just been like a Gloria Stefan song or like Fireball. A, a Trina. Well, no, he's got one where he whistles. Okay. They where there's a whistle in the song. Oh, that's true. Now I want to listen to that other whistle song. Blow my whistle, baby. Oh, I thought you were going to say, um, blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Too short? I know that. Too short? I don't even like too short. And I, sorry, LA people. I don't really even like too short. too close because we said it before. Yes. So, uh, Chance in his talking head is like genuinely like upset that his friend is going home. He's like, oh, wow. Like, it's almost like, like, literally, he's basically like, I didn't know it was actually, he was actually going to go home. Like, I wouldn't have been so hard on him. He's like, you know, I'm like, I got love for you, man. Like, see you around the way, man. I wonder if they still talk. Um, I would love to know that. I I would love to know who's still friends. I mean, like, they like, a lot of them like Mm -hmm. each other's posts. Oh, and we never talked about the fact, I can't believe we never brought this up at the top of the episode, I guess, because we're not really in Rock of Love headspace yet. But uh, Heather, I think that's her name, right? Heather and Lacey from Rock of Love are doing their own podcast. I've been calling it, like, White Trash Office Ladies. (laughs) Tell me that's not exactly what it is. I don't want to shame it, though. I mean, I think that they'd be open to being considered white trash. Like, I'd let's probably be Actually, to it, I forgot to, to too. I, maybe I'll bring it up in the next episode. But, like, that Lacey, that I just saw some article in TMZ that Lacey got, uh, like, had charges dropped that she fucking, somebody tried to claim that she bit them. Oh, my God. It was a very weird story. I'll, I'll bring it up in the next one, I think. Charges were dropped. You didn't do it, Lacey. I believe you. We don't know the facts. Got to hear both sides. So uh, white boy again in his exit interview is like, you know, I have love for New York. I have love for her mother. And I'm going to have a spot in my heart for both of these women and that he's going to miss them. And from there, basically, that's just the end of the episode. Uh, they, They cheers and it's pointless. But we do get a very bizarre after credit scene basically new york real and tango are all getting massages and 
New York is obviously just like having an orgasm the whole time. And the only thing that's like especially funny about it, in my opinion, is the fact that while Tango is laying in the massage bed, you know, as per usual, it's got that little hole where your head goes like so you can lay face down. He's still got his fucking hat on. Like, why? Why wouldn't you just take it off? And you're already bald. Like, it's not like you're trying to hide anything. He's walked around the house without a hat multiple times. Right? Like, take your fucking hat off. There's no reason to have it on in this situation. (laughs) It was so silly. Um, and yeah, that's it. Woo. Woo. At this point, the question, I mean, it's really only you and I. So the question of like, do you agree with who went home? Um, like I said, I think they all deserve to go home. So that's yeah. my answer. At so technically, point, yes, but... At this point, it's any of them. Yeah. If you go, it's like, anything, well, I wouldn't switch you. Well, cause... really what I have to say, I, I take that back because I mean, obviously I, I feel that, you know, I feel like they all should go home. But I think that like in terms of whose behavior was a thousand percent the worst... I think Chance yeah. should have gone home. Yeah. I mean, Chance should have gone home long before now. Yelling but... at her to shut the fuck up and, like, pulling her over, I think, should have kind of been it, but... Yeah, that's definitely no-go. And that's that on that. As per usual, as I say, oh, my God, I'm like, I got all my catchphrases back-to-back. Can you tell that it's been a long day? Um, And that's, that's the episode. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at rewind the love podcast you can follow the show on twitter and instagram at rewind love pod on twitter i am at sonia marie says i'm at mr feeney 519 uh thank you everyone for joining us once again thank you for putting up with another weird episode of just just the two of us and going along with my tangents and wackiness i know it can get out there um just please uh, review, subscribe, please rate five stars if please. you feel like going on and, re- you know, rating us five the stars. The more you rate us, the more other people see us and we'd love to, you know, make this a bigger, cooler thing. And then you can say you were listening to it from the beginning. Like exactly. You can be those fucking people that were like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yes. And eventually we can make shirts that say. I don't know. So actually, I wanted to bring that up. Like, if anybody's still listening at this point, I'm sure you all probably shut the fucking show off. But like, if anybody who's hypothetically still listening, um, we were thinking about starting a Patreon. So let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. If you want to hear me talk about all these movies that I haven't seen and need to see all these classic movies. Uh, If you want to hear us talk about surreal life. And I think I think we're going to start probably with the clips, with the bonus clips episodes. Uh, But I don't know. Let us know what you think. Uh. At rewind, ah oh, shit. What's yeah. the email? Oh, I thought you were just gonna say tweet us. Well, find us on Twitter at rewind love pod. Yeah, tweet us. Uh, it's either rewind the love pod or rewind the love podcast. I'm sorry, just send an email to both, and I'll I'll get it. If one uh, doesn't exist, it tells you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Wow, so that just, sounds so professional. I know. I'm sorry. I wasn't really prepared to have to do this. Twitter. Just go on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Or just like let us Send know us a message. Uh, what you'd like to hear, to and we will. That's funny. We'll do it. All right. Doing it. Doing it. That's perfect. Perfect time to please. Please. Let's stop talking. All right. Bye.